Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. to the new nasty boys i'm your host this morning afternoon evening or wherever the fuck you decide to listen to this and sitting across from me not always is alex schubert hey and uh, mike webster there you go that's for you buddy it's a lacroix because someone can't drink during the week anymore it's, it's an off-brand lacroix well yeah it's a sparkly water it's a simple truth organic seltzer water which i feel like is aggressive it really is. For a name of a water, it's just self-truth, simple truth, organic. It's water. Why do you have to try so hard? You can't handle the truth because it's simply organic. <laughs> mm. Hit me. Yeah, it's lemon lime. It's good stuff. Oh, I miss Sprite. <laughs> it does kind of taste like flat Sprite. It does. Um, but yeah, Lee couldn't be with us uh, because he's dead. Rest in peace, Lee Kimball. Rest in peace. It's, um, I mean, all those death jokes finally caught up to him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, we'll, we'll miss you, bud. Filling in a go bananas really, really hurt him. It really did. But, so we got Alex Schubert. Yep. How have you been, bud? We haven't talked to you since, uh, the last, the last, what was that, uh, week 20-something? Oh, man. Was it the Rangers? Might have been. Yeah, it was the Rangers. Yeah. It was the Rangers. Yeah, um, I've been really, really good, man. Um, I uh, had a lot. I've kind of had a a job shift as of late. Uh, as of two months ago, I started substitute teaching. Yeah, how's that going? It's fun, man. Have you gotten a wedgie yet? <laughs> <laughs> like once or twice. Okay. No, I really enjoy it, man. It's just like I teach. Like I've been teaching like elementary school, some middle school, some high school. Nice. I found out. I don't know. This might be a shock to you. By far, the easiest is high school. How so? Because, like, when you're in middle school and high school, it's just, like, when there's a sub in, it's a work day. Right. So, basically, I go in, tell them what to do, sit down at my desk, and play Candy Crush for 15 minutes. <laughs> That's nice. So, it's just study hall with the high schoolers. It's study hall with the high schoolers. Hell, yeah. I'm going to sit here and play Candy Crush. Y'all go finger each other. <laughs> no, you're horny. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've uh, had to teach elementary school sometimes, and, like, I'll mm-hmm. actually have to teach that. Really? Like, I'll actually have to give, like, a lesson. and <laughs> That sounds painful. It's not bad. You just read off a PowerPoint. And... 
help they're, them. They're making kids do PowerPoints now? No, they, they, you read, read off, off the of, PowerPoint. Read off of the PowerPoint. Right, I get that, but yeah. What a boring way to learn if you're like six. Yeah. And I, sometimes it's like math homework that's like, oh, I remember how to lo- do long division. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> I did remember. That's good. It took me a while, but I yeah. remembered. That's good. Uh, middle schoolers suck, right? I mean, I remember I was a middle schooler. Oh, I was the worst middle schooler. So, how is it dealing with them and their smells? Well, I'm not really smelling them. I'm just sitting at my desk. What a wasted opportunity! <laughs> I know you're really, you're really, you're really fucking up there, kid. I know. No, it's just they're just in a class. They're just excited to see a sub, so they're just sometimes they're loud and obnoxious. Sometimes they're just quiet and they do their work. Oof. Okay. That's good. This is a this is a very entertaining podcast. I'm trying to be informative. <laughs> You're too, wow. Good thing we're yeah. here. Uh, I'm letting them know about the about the world. And the, stuff. Yeah, the world of substitute teaching. God, I would turn this off right the fuck now. <laughs> uh, oh, glad you. to be here though. <laughs> That's great, man. I was excited to tell you about it. He was like, "Oh, look how fucking boring it is." <laughs> That's good. Uh, what else are you doing besides uh, uh, fingering middle schoolers or whatever? Um, high schoolers, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> you graduated up. You didn't hear that. Um, I had a we had a, a high school substitute get fired because she was coming on to the students. Oh no! Yeah, and she was like, "I, I just want to hang out with you guys. You know, I'll buy a keg of beer and all this stuff." Oh, you can't do that. No, you can't. And so they like she she sucked. So they like strung her along. <laughs> And then the couple of the, the dudes like ended up just going to the principal like, "Hey man, she sucks." And uh, <laughs> here's all the texts, and they were like, "Oh man, she sucks." Was this a Turpin? Like, when was so you, you and I both went to Turpin? Yeah. When was this? Two thousand seven. So you would have been a junior. junior. No, it was my senior year. So it was like it was like it was like fall of 07. Okay, so that was when I I went to uh, Miami Valley Christian Academy at the time and I was a freshman. Mhm. Yeah, so I was not there and I did not know this and I kind of wish I was at this point. Oh, no, she was she sucked. But it was so funny. Yeah. But, I'm know. trying not to be like the overly cool sub. You're doing a good job it sounds like. Oh. <laughs> All I do is just like I give him something to do yeah. and then Hopefully they do it. Occasionally, <laughs> hopefully, occasionally, occasionally reprimand them if they're like dicking around on YouTube or something like that. Which is what you'd be doing anyway. Pretty much. Hey, stop playing Candy Crush. You're taking up the bandwidth over here. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you have anything else besides substituting? Um, still got DJing going on. I'm still doing that. Mm. Um, other than that. Nothing really. Well, comedy. comedy. Mean, there's always comedy. Yeah, I uh, I hosted a great weekend about a month ago for Anthony DeVito. Yeah, the the dream boy. The dream occupation boy. That's right. God, he's one of my favorites. Dude, he's so freaking funny. It's he's he's like a he's an awesome joke writer, yeah. and I found out super super cool dude. Oh, he's the nicest. He was unbelievably nice the entire weekend. And then you know I'm featuring for Brennan Air, the uh, one of the other thirds of the Rad Dude podcast. Yes, you are. So. That's very, very Shout out exciting. to the Rad Dude cast. It's Anthony DeVito, Brendan Aaron, Greg Stone. Yep. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, 
it, it is. is. Had some. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Because I was hanging out with Devito, and he was so nice and down to earth that he made me forget that he was one of my favorite comedians. Oh, that's cool. That's always yeah. nice to meet your hero, and they're not a shithead. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, Devito was the shit. Like he, his girlfriend came in and did a guest said she was funny. Who's his girlfriend? Uh, I don't. I forget her name, but she is a she's a comic out of New York. Oh, well, that makes <laughs> sense because he's a comic out of New York. Yeah. But you know, semantics. Yeah. But how have you been? I've been good, man. Uh, I went to the FC game on Sunday. I saw that with Alicia and the Cincy Shirts people. Yeah. Josh, Darren. That's tight. Dar- uh, Josh's kid and Darren's wife, Crystal. It was a great time. They blew him out, didn't they? Man, the energy in that stadium was bonkers. It's insane. Well, especially when it's sold out. And, you know, it's like the f- you know first home game ever. They're going to sell out. I feel like they're going to sell out every game. I sure hope so. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see the transition from Nipper to the new stadium because it's where. Have, okay, so where are they building that again? The West End. Okay, so it's going to have less seats. Yeah, and you're already pushing it with thirty-two thousand. Like they sold out the first, and they're going to continue to s- sell a lot of tickets. So I think you know, not as many people are going to get to go, and they're going to hike the ticket prices. And I don't know if that's going to really. If that's going to affect if people want to go or not yeah. and all that shit. Because parking is already a nightmare in Clifton as is. Right, and then add 30,000 people. Did you see this, the the video of people walking down West Charlton? Yeah, it was uh, awesome. That was insane. They changed the route. We were like standing by Hangover Easy like, all right, when's the march? And then we were like, ow, we missed it. <laughs> God damn it. It was over, <coughs> it was over there. So no, it was insane. Yeah, it was nuts. It was pretty cool watching clips on like, you know, like on Facebook. The BBC covered it. NBC Sports posted a video of it. Yeah, NBC Sports, but like BBC, that's fucking crazy that they would send some someone from you know London over to Cincinnati to cover the first game. You say that as if soccer isn't big in England. I'm saying that as in why the fuck are they in Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It's pretty. Uh, it was cool, man. I mean, it was awesome. Uh, I had a good time. The rest of my week's been, you know, stand up and, yeah, you know, getting getting that stuff, doing the mics and doing the doing the pro amps and stuff. Yeah. So, oh, Kyle Kinane was on Tuesday. That show was. F- I missed that because I had to work, but I heard that was a bonker show, dude. It was the best crowd I've ever seen. In really? My life. Yeah. They were. You could have just stopped talking and they would have laughed. They were so on board the entire time. So it was Holinsky, mm-hmm. Mike Holinsky, Lee Kimbrell, Dave Stone. Yeah. And Kyle Kinane. Yeah, you had the Boogie Monster team there. That's insane. And Dave is so, I love Dave Stone. Yeah, Dave's hilarious. He's so funny. He lit the world on fire. Oh, man. It was great. And obviously Kinane murdered. Yeah. Kinane has, this, has some... I, his new material, that new hour he's going to put out is going to be so... Good. I cannot wait, dude. It's great. Um, so keep keep your eyes peeled for that when he drops it or whatever. I hope he gets a Netflix hour. I mean, it's he's due. He has a a, a stand ups like twenty minute special. Doesn't yeah, he? but he should have a whole hour. Yeah, because Bargatze just got one. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, and, Bargatze, and him and Kinane Bar- are on the same on the same level. Well, you know, it's all different. I mean, you know, Bargatze's more of a club guy. Yeah, and Kyle's a you know club slash punk rock guy. You yeah. know, he does Brock rooms and shit, so, which is fucking cool. I mean, you can take whatever path you want, which is amazing in stand-up, but, you know, eventually we all just want to yeah. get and on Dave's, TV. And Stone's been doing a lot of breweries, I feel like. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's, you know, breweries are the new coffee shop. Yeah. So, I mean, I did a bunch this summer. With uh, summer. Ricky Glore? Yeah, that was fun. We've covered that. So. Yeah. Um, let's, let's launch, let's launch into all the, the good, the good news and the bad news about the Reds. Yep. Uh, just happened, uh, while we're recording here this Thursday evening, uh, Connor Joe's been traded to the Giants. Oh, who'd they get in return? They got a pitcher. Let's take a look. I'm trying to remember who it was, but overall I liked Connor Joe a whole lot. It's just... One of those things where if they didn't trade him, they were going to have to send him back. So you got to get something for him. Yeah. Because he's not making the roster, which is a bummer. He's had a great spring. There's so many guys who had great springs where it's just disappointing that they have to go back down. Or they have to be traded. Do you think Irvin makes the team? No. Which is a bummer. He's leading the Cactus League in homers. I know. I, I get it. Look, I know. he's he is He is doing that. But that's, you know, that's like saying you got, I mean, that's like, it doesn't matter. You know, that's like leading in sacks in the preseason. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Remember when the Lions went 4-0 in the preseason? Yeah, then they went 0-16. 0-16. Yeah. I still remember that one play where, uh, moving to football, where Dan Orlovsky, their quarterback, was like rolling back and he ran, literally ran out of the end zone. Yeah, I remember that. I was so, they stopped the play, he was just like... Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the Reds have traded Connor Joe uh, from the Reds in exchange for minor league right-handed pitcher Jordan Johnson. Okay. Uh, he had like 143 and a third innings pitch last year. Was he a starter or a reliever? He's a starter. Okay. But, you know, it, you can be anything in the minors. Yeah. So it doesn't, or, you know, whenever you get up here. So Yeah, because the, okay, the Reds already have, like, they seem to have their rotation set. The rotation is set. That's yeah. Let's launch into that. The rotation is set. Yeah. Uh, Opening day starter just announced. Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo. How you feel about that? I feel like he's being thrown into the wolves. How so? Because he kind of had like kind of an up and down year last year. Sure. But the fact that they're making him go from up and down to you're our guy on opening day, mm-hmm. despite the fact that we have Tanner Rourke, Alex Wood, and Sonny Gray all coming in, and Anthony DeSclafani. Sure. So either, I feel like the Reds know something we don't. No, I don't, you know, well, the thing is with the fifth starter, it's not Wood, you know, he's hurt right now. Yes. So, that's the fifth starter. Will Mally? Be, it could be Mally, you know, it can rotate. Which Sally? Is nice. Yeah, I wouldn't, but yeah. it can rotate. Lorenzen? No. Lorenzen's in the pen and he plays outfield. Yeah, I mean that's fun to have. It's I wouldn't, so I wouldn't, he's our Micah Owings. I wouldn't designate him as a starter. I mean, the, I mean the last time he started was against Miami. Remember that near the end of the season? Didn't he kind of? He went forward two thirds and threw, and then he got yanked and he fucking threw his glove. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and the dugout and then, like a big baby. And then Riggleman was like, "Hey, man, you gotta cool it. Keep it cool, right? And if, if you blow a game, it happens, right? And it's also late in the season when we're like thirty games out. <laughs> Seriously, it doesn't matter. So like, you have to have that mental fortitude to be a starter. And I, you know, and he, when we made him a starter, his shoulder didn't hold up. I think he's just a straight up reliever. He's too valuable as a middle reliever and someone you can throw out in the seventh. And or not eighth. to mention a clubhouse guy. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal clubhouse guy. And that's going to be such a fun double switch. It really he's is. He's going to go off the mound into center field. And he's going to be a pinch hitter when you need him. Exactly. So, you know, that'll rotate. Um, I think Luis starting, it's because he's been there the longest. 
Yeah. It's a seniority thing. Like, you've been here. I thought Disco's been there the longest. They were traded at the same time. Okay. They got Disco for Latos, right? Yeah. Right. Disco, Latos, and they also got Castillo. Same, same deal? Trade. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know. Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, or, you know, he's my thing is he's given up so many bombs this year already in spring training, but that's because he's working on his changeup. Yeah. So, we'll see if he locks it in. Maybe it's just a thing that he just... We, you it's know, like spring you said. training for a reason. It doesn't matter. Exactly. But it's not like you said. Like, we'll see what happens when they throw him out. It's like game one, you know. You're going to be throwing your fastball in your in your two seat. Yeah. You're going to be... And they got Pittsburgh on opening day, right? Yeah. Which, so. they're not going to be very good this year, are they? No, they're going to be b- b- battling for the seller. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people think they're going to be floating around 500. I just... I don't know. I don't know if I buy it. They lost Josh Harrison, didn't they? Yeah, but, you know... I, I didn't think he was that much of a loss. He was riding the bench last year. He was yeah. a utility guy. So, you know. Man, who do they still have? Chris Archer. Yeah. Uh, he was a trade deadline guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, God, what's his fucking dick? The the other starter that they have that's uh, uh, Talon, not Talon. Jameson Tyon? Jameson Tyon, yeah. I mean, Jameson's the real deal. Yeah. He was a number two overall pick, I believe. Yeah. So, I think he's the real deal. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that. But I just don't, you know, I just don't see Pittsburgh being very good in no. general. Um, but, so I'm not too worried. But the starters, that's, I mean, that's 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 nice. Yeah. And then to be able to have Malley up is really nice. Yeah. But. Because you got a host of guys who could basically be thrown into the fifth spot. Right. Exactly. So you've got Malley, who I think for sure earns it at five. Yeah. For the time being. Right. Until Wood comes back. Yeah. So. Because Wood's going to be your lefty in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty critical. And you know what? And if it doesn't work out, he's on a one-year deal. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Same with Roark. Same with these other guys who, you know, cut ties. We'll see. But, yeah, it is a shame that we have such depth that Philip Irvin is, you know, there's no room. I'm actually, the guy I'm more concerned about with depth is Matt Kemp. Why? Because I feel like if he doesn't get playing time, he's going to kind of bitch about it. Yeah, because that article that came out saying, like, I want to be every an everyday starter. Yeah, he's, Matt Kemp, form, like, didn't he win, like, second place in the MVP? When, last year? It was, like, a while back. Yeah, it was, you know, like, 2016. Back when he was dating, 2014. Back when he was dating Rihanna. Back when he gave Rihanna her base. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I feel like it's already the second time this season I've brought it up. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. Yeah. It's not even the worst thing that's happened to Rihanna. So. <laughs> I guess it could be called a sore subject. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's Winker's spot. Yeah. He, you know... I think it's Winker's spot to lose. It, yeah, but he's not going to lose it. The Reds would rather play him, who they have on a, you know, getting not even. I don't think he's arbit. I don't know, but you know, getting ready to go in arbitration. I feel like Kemp's going to be your fourth outfielder. Kemp is the fourth outfielder. Yeah. You know, there's no feel about it. He's going to be rotating and left with Winker. Yeah, and then you've got Kemp Shebler on the bench rotating in too. And then Puig is just like setting right. Puig is Puig. You know. Yeah. I love Yasiel Puig and what he's doing right now. Oh yeah, it's going to be so much fun to watch. Oh, it's going to be the best. 
He's going to have a field day in Great American Ballpark. I know. It's going to be bonkers. Yeah. He's... I don't see him mashing less than 30 homers. Yeah. And not to mention, I don't think this is an exaggeration. He has the strongest outfield arm in the league. I don't think that's an exaggeration. I think Cespedes might be stronger. Yeah. Quite healthy. It's up there. Who's he playing for right now? Mets, right? That's right. So... But yeah, you gotta feel good. You gotta feel good about a lot of this stuff. Um, I mean, and also, Jose Iglesias, again, has just been so on fire this spring. Yeah. It almost makes you think, do you have to platoon it short with Iglesias and Peraza? You might. Basically have them battle it out so he wins the job. Right, and that's something you do during the season, I feel. Yeah. You know, because spring training is spring training, of course. Like we said, it doesn't matter, but you've kind of... You kind of want to see some real ABs. Yes, you do. And may, or maybe this is something that lights a fire under Peraza's asshole. Yeah, and makes him hit close to three hundred again. Yeah, and there's a big name we're forgetting in the in the batting order that's coming up. Nick Senzel. Oh, Senzel, baby. Yes. I mean, I I don't think there's any way they can send him down after this week. Yet another good week. I read. I just read that he's either gonna make the team or make the team shortly at like mid-April. Well, yeah, that's what they do because they send him down for like two weeks, so that way it doesn't count as a full year of service. Have him mash in AAA and then yeah, but you know it's you want to have the best players up here. Yes, and he's the future. Yes. Have him play now. He's the guy that's gonna lead, hopefully lead the Reds to the next to their next like run of playoff teams let's hope you know him and Trammell and all Trammell be tied yeah so but you know I I I just hope that they don't pull that malarkey with Senzo oh, man I I hope everything goes right with Senzo because it's so it's a good problem to have the fact that they're so deep right but like someone's gotta go and it's gonna be bittersweet Right. I mean, whether it's Shebler, whether it's Peraza, whether it's Iglesias. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I think you know we all know who's going to go. If anything, it's all the you've got Yasiel, who you know. Let's see what happens if if we're in contention. I think Yasiel said he wants to play for the Reds long term to show him the money. Sure, of course, show him the money. But then you have other people coming up. Yes. So there's no reason unless he, mainly unless he shows this year that he he mashes. Yeah. Mainly, of course. Senzel and Trammell. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing is, you know, you've got trade bait with Kemp, Puig, Scooter. I mean, I'm obviously a big... I love Scooter in Cincinnati. I do too. I think Scooter loves Scooter in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, he's a hometown boy. He is a hometown boy. Something tell me uh, Kemp's gone by the deadline. I think he's gone sooner. I think that there's going to be someone who needs outfield help. <coughs> Cleveland Indians. <laughs> and he'll be gone for some small pieces. Yeah. Just get something for him. But the issue is, is like, how much of the contract do we pick up? So what's he making? Him? What's he making 21? this 21? 21 million? No, after it balances out, it's 17. Which is a lot to pay for a fourth outfielder. Right. Of course. But, you know, I'm totally okay and have been with... Getting rid of him, or getting rid of Homer, <laughs> taking on that money. What did, what was Homer going to make this year? 20. 
Yeah, I, I would rather have Kemp. Yeah. Also, did you see that Homer made the Royals starting rotation? Really? Yeah. That's how bad the Royals are going to be. This oh my year. god. Yeah. Who else do they have for pitching? Do they still have? They don't. They don't have Volkes still do. They, they have. Um, oh, what's his? What's his? Dan, uh, Lee Kimbrell lookalike, Dan Danny Duffy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So I mean, like it's it's it, it, you know. Once you think about those those moves you can make and not have and like having the farm come up, you're filling in those pieces and you're looking pretty good. Yeah. And even if you do trade Kemp, fourth outfielder, you trade Puig if you're in that situation. You just put Shebler in right, and then you bring up Philip Irvin. You're in a good spot. You're in a real good spot. You gotta feel good. And I, I mean, they designated Mason Williams. I like Mason Williams. The he guy is a great contact hitter. So he was fine. Exactly, he's serviceable. So there's no options that are like, you know, these are these are those, the pieces they added are nice enough that hopefully that gets us up, you know, over 80 wins. Yeah, you know, and but, over 500 our, season would be nice. Right, exactly. This with the the 150 and everything. Yeah, yeah. that's what you need, especially with. I mean, because now that Billy Hamilton's gone, I feel like Billy was a liability his entire time. Yeah, of course he was. The guy couldn't couldn't hit. He it's not that he couldn't hit. He didn't care. There were at bats. He was at like yep. he was just apathetic the entire time. Yeah, he couldn't fi- he couldn't figure it out. I know, and it, it's just a massive disappointment. Yeah, um, but good riddance. <clears throat> Thank God he's gone. But who? Guess who he's up with now? The Royals, the Kansas City <gasps> Royals, the island of misfit rats. <laughs> so well, Johnny Cueto worked out for him temporarily. Temporarily. <laughs> so and Volquez kind of worked out for them temporarily yeah. as well. Yes, he did. But, you know, going in, you got to feel good, and it's good to have this depth. Derek Dietrich coming off the bench, too, who can play second. Well, he can stand at second, and um, <laughs> and he can, you know, play in the outfield. And yeah. he brings up a nice bat, and he's been hitting well this spring, too. Didn't he come? I want to say he came for the Marlins. Yeah, it was a minor league deal. Yeah. So you sign those two dudes, Iglesias and Dietrich, to minor league deals just to solidify an already dangerous offense. Yeah, it all, it all comes down to pitching. Yeah, and you got to feel good after Sonny Grace has been lighting up. And Malley, you know, he got rocked a little bit last start, but he was trying to figure some more stuff out. But before that, he was on fire, hitting his points. I mean, you can't expect you can't expect a fifth starter to be lights out every time. Correct. So you want and you want him to to grow into that. He yeah. has the ability. Yeah. It's just you know going to take reps and starts yeah. and figuring more and more things out. Yeah. So here's which, something interesting. Okay. When it's, we're on pitching, you saw who came back. Robert Stevenson. Bob Steve. Bobby Steve. Bobby Steve. And has pitched well. Is he a starter or a a bullpen guy? Bullpen. Okay. Do you think this is the year he figures it out? I certainly hope so, because he was a first-round pick in, like, 2011, I want to say. Yeah. And he was, like, one of their hotshot prospects coming up for a long-ass time. Yeah, he was rated highly. He's he's out of options. This is it. And it seems like putting his 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 feet to the fire has made him realize, like, oh, boy. And he's fixed some stuff, and I'm excited. I hope that he makes the bullpen. He has to. Yeah. And that's just a nice live arm to have. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. It just feels like I'm running out of shit to say because Springs, it's been so – it feels like it's been so long, and then it's finally going to start next week. Next a week from the day that we're recording this. That's right. 
and there is uh, something amazing happening at the ballpark. Oh, Billy has got a big old chap right now. Yeah, I do. My tummy has an erection. <laughs> Guys, listen to me. You know how excited I get about the food, right? Well, listen to this. They announced the menu, the new items at Great American Ballpark. And I'm going to read them to you if you already haven't seen it. Number one out of nine items off the rip. Since everything is either hot or has red in it. So they're red hot, you know, because of that offense. Schubert's yeah. not in his head like, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, number one, Cincinnati Hot Chicken. You can get it at the Fry Box. It's hot chicken tenders on a slice of Texas toast served with pickle slaw. Mm, the Fry Box is already a gift from God. It's so good. And now you're telling me they're adding more beautiful things. Get out of here. Number two, in the Scouts Club. Sorry, mac and cheese dog. It's a bacon-wrapped hot dog with sweet barbecue sauce, pickled jalapenos, and crushed grippos on it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. The Big the big Red Machine Burger. It's a burger with uh, split Big Red Smoky, sauerkraut, beer cheese, grippos, potato chips on a Cervati pretzel bun. Oh, I saw <laughs> I think I'm going to get fat again. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get more obese. I'm going to go from an XL to a 2X real fast. Uh, Red's Waffle Bowl Cone. Waffle Bowl. Wow, Jesus. Red's Waffle Bowl Sunday. Say that five times fast. That five times fast. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's soft serve ice cream. It's the oldest joke in the book. No, get out. You're done. I'm going to do this by myself. <laughs> it's uh, a soft serve ice cream in a Red's, Red's Waffle Bowl. The Waffle Bowl is a Red Waffle Bowl. They're, it's adorable. Yes. Everything is red besides, I mean, thankfully the pretzel bun's not red, but. I know. If it was, whew, boy, I'd go from an XL to a 3X. <laughs> uh, number five, Laura's Lean Beef Egg Rolls. Again. In the Scouts Club. Oh, you can get the Red's Waffle Bowl Sunday at Rosie's Ice Cream Stand. Uh, Laura's Lean Beef Egg Roll. It's a cheesesteak egg roll, banana peppers, onions, mushrooms, peppers, and cheese. Uh, Southwest Egg Roll. It's black bean chili, charred corn, and ghost chili pepper cheese. And then a Belugi Beef Egg Roll. It's carrots, onions, rice, served with Guyachang sauce. God damn. Oh, my God. We're almost there, buddy. Number six, it's the pork schnitzel sandwich. You can get it at Scouts Club or Section 415. It's a fried pork tenderloin with lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, mayo, and mustard on a brioche bun. Seven, you can only get this in the Scouts Club. Wicked Chipotle, Queen City Sausage, Queso, Pico de Gallo, Crispy Tortilla Chips on a Wicked Queen City Sausage served in a red hot dog bun. They're going to have to increase the size of the seats in the Scouts Club, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to have to make them a little wider for me. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Smoke, try tip sandwich at Mr. Red Smokehouse, section 137. House smoked sirloin topped with jalapeno slaw and served on a brioche bun. And you bet your ass that brioche bun is... Red. Yeah! Yes! Last but not least, Cincinnati hot fry box at the fry box in section 112. Fries topped with Cincinnati chicken tenders, pickle slaw, and creamy ranch dressing. You're not a ranch guy. Not a ranch guy. That ranch is going to go in the trash. (laughs) But, you know, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be real good. Yeah, attendance might be 15,000 a game this year. (laughs) It'll be good. They're going to keep winning, and it'll be hot, baby. No, it's going to be fun this year. I feel good about everything we covered. I feel Uh, good about it, too. Let's uh, round third and head for home. Schubert, 
What are your plugs? Um, the only stand-up plug I have right now, uh, March 31st, I will be at Wiley's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Love that. I haven't been there in a long time. It's fun. Uh, also, I think uh, Lee Kimbrell is headlining this Sunday. Oh, hell yeah. At Wiley's. That's right. I did see that. So go see Lee. Go see Lee. Go see Sunday our boy Lee. Also, I just want to say, um, Lee has been doing an excellent job at Go Bananas. Yeah. Like, to the point that Mikey Kurtz, the manager of Go Bananas, put out, like, the nicest Facebook status I've ever seen. Yeah. Saying that Lee's been a, doing a killer job and he, that Mikey's going to cook him, like, a super cool dinner. Yeah, he's doing great at the club. But shitty at being here in my kitchen recording the podcast. I mean, you got priorities, I'm kidding. man. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Just kidding, Schubert. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Billy, what are your plugs? My plugs. My fingers in your ass. All right, let's make it quick. <laughs> oh, careful, careful. This is uh, antique furniture. Please don't stand on the bench. Um, I am featuring for Brennan Air next Friday at Go Bananas Comedy Club. Come to 7, that. 7.30 and 10. Uh, if you want some tickets, get at me. Um... Party Bus, this Saturday at Liberty Exhibition Hall at 8 o'clock. It's a comedy sketch review show where you can see me play William Howard Taft. What? And I sing? Yeah, I do. So come check that out. Um, get me out of this bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh, this is awesome. Next week, it will be. we're going to release this on opening day so you can pregame. At Finley Market, listening to our beautiful voices, as in Lee, myself, and the Nayplay Boys. What? What, 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 what? Uh, uh, you, you know, you got uh, Danny Samet, Tyler Snipes, myself, Lee. We will be roasting, drumroll, the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees start off, now. Off the rip. Going AL East again. If you have burns, send them to us at in, on Instagram at the New Nasty Boys. Send them to the email, uh, the New Nasty Boys at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at the New Nasty Boys. Uh, fax them to me. You know, my phone number is none of your business. <laughs> so yeah, hit us up, please. Five one three five zero nine two seven four zero. No, but that's mine. That's his. Send them to Alex. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't. You know. Send in the burns, baby. It's fun for us. It's fun for you. Uh, it's fun for everyone. It's fun for everybody. You get to hear your name on a podcast. So the first episode will not be live streamed on Instagram or YouTube TV, but the second one probably will. I got to figure all that out, and we're going to get that rolling. Um, so, parting shots. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Go Red Legs. You know what? Also, actually, I, before we go, yeah, it is the last year. Of a Cincinnati Reds legend. He's been in the organization for 46 years. Hmm. Marty Brenneman. It's Marty's last year. Yeah. <clears throat> it's bittersweet, but... <coughs> it's time. Yeah. You know, I think uh, it's nice to see him take the walk around and uh, walk around the country and announce and, you know... It's pretty great. He's been with us this long, and it's about time. I get it, dude. Go home and paint. Yep. Chill. <laughs> um, also, this episode's uh, dedicated to Chuck Harmon, the first African-American to play for the Cincinnati Reds. Um, he was 94 years old. You wow. know, that's a lot of... That's a long time. You know, he's an old guy. 
But sucks. But you know, he was a super nice dude. Helped break down the the racial barriers and uh, pretty neat. So rest in peace, guy. Rest in peace. And uh, thank you for what you've done for Cincinnati baseball and for the African American community. We thank you and sleep tight. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be so nice and sentimental, and it didn't go well. You ever heard the phrase "rest in peace"? <laughs> no, I'm gonna say "sleep tight" from now on. And sleep tight. What are you gonna tell them? Hey, don't let the bed bugs bite. You know, sleep tight's pretty cool. I'm gonna say that from now on. I gotta go back to some funerals and say "sleep tight." <laughs> uh, I can't believe I, we turned that into a joke, but <laughs> we did. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Go Red Legs. And as always, go Red Legs. And we'll see you on Thursday at the parade. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com dot edu slash podcast.